views and opinions expressed by callers, guests, and hosts do not necessarily reflect those of the Black Talk Radio Network and Black Talk Media Project. Black Talk Radio is new black media for the new millennium. Together, 
with global memories, histories, realities of the living. Bodies branded with transatlantic slave ship ports and the arrogance of empire. Rio de Janeiro, Bahia, Liverpool, London, Nantes, Bristol, Pemabuco, Cartagena, Paramaribo, Recife, Berbice, Essequibo, Demerara. They said the barbarians. Music of in the tradition band out of Detroit, the D Motown. Welcome in to the Mind, Body, and Spirit Radio Show. Namaste, namaste to everyone. And namaste to you, fellow light. Namaste, Black Rose. How are you this lovely I would be doing absolutely great if I did not knock over my glass of red wine right before oh, going wow. on air. <laughs> oh, no. Ooh. I was looking oh. forward to that today. Isn't that just horrible? So we need to just, just breathe as we yes. move into our show. Yes. And I'm ready for it. I'm here for and, it. And, 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 and um, it's time to pretend. Pretend you have a glass of wine. Oh, okay. Let me pretend. My invisible glass of wine. Oh, this red wine is delicious. Let me take another sip of my red wine. What kind is it? It's a, it's a uh, Malbec. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. It's very good. Invisible glass here. Wine. Be careful when you set it down so you will knock it over again. Oh, yes. I am doing well considering the fact that I am going through a transformation. I have just accepted that fact and I am not going to go against the universe. You know, I read a quote uh, a while back that stated uh, it says, The universe is shaking you to awaken you. So I feel like I'm mm. being shaken sometimes, but I also feel more awakened. So it's a good thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then and then here's one. Um, let's see, the universe is going through a transformation and I am on the transition team. How do you like that? Hey, I love it. And I am on the transition team. Team transition. Hashtag team transition. New Orleans, New York, Richmond, and Rhode Island. I love it. All right. So you're going to give us a little breathing? Oh, are we going to do our um, prayer opening? Oh, okay. Well, let's pray and then breathe. Okay. All right. We invoke the spirits of our ancestors to join us as we pour libations into the earth. May they impart their blessings as we share our truths, lift our vibrations, and heal hearts. And I pour. I say. I say. 
And as we have invited our ancestors into our evening, I would like to start our evening by opening up our spirits, okay, to the healing of the show, that, and that、uh, it be something positive that everyone receives. And before we do that, we like to clear our space and release stress. Okay, so we will do a quick breathing, and each movement will be synchronized with the breath. So take a deep inhale and raise your shoulders and your ears. Now exhale slowly and let your shoulders fall easily and drop your chin to your collarbone. Inhale deeply again and circle your arms up over your head and bring your palms face down in front of your body very slowly as we're clearing our chi around us, bringing your chi down over the crown, chest, abdomen, past your hips, and down to the earth. Now inhale again. And circle your arms up. This time with palms facing each other. Exhale and bring them down to your chest in the Anjali Mudra, or the praying hand symbol. Inhale and open your palms, keeping the little finger or pinky fingers together. Open the lotus flower. Exhale and close your lotus flower into two fists together. Inhale and thrust your flower, your hands in front of you, out to the universe. Exhale and bring your arms down to your side. Inhale and bring your hands back to your chest in the praying hands. Exhale and smile. Breathe normally and say, "The divine in me, the divine in me, honors the divine in me." Say it loud. Honors the divine in me. Namaste. Namaste. Ooh, thanks, fellow light. Beautiful. Love it. Love it. That always helps. That always helps. Okay. I love that lotus flower. Even. Ah, thank you. All right. Yes, I love lotus flowers. So for our opening poem by Langston Hughes, Harlem. Thank you. What happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry up like a raisin in the sun, or fester like a sore and then run? Does it stink like rotten meat, or crust and sugar over? Like a surface sweet, maybe it just sags like a heavy load, or does it explode? Langston Hughes. I love your interpretation. Oh yes, yes, yes. I love reading poetry. Love it. What happens to a dream deferred? How many dreams have been deferred through so many ways, so many people? But never give up on your dreams. 
Never ever 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 Mm-hmm. Don't give up. So tonight we are, of course, raising our frequencies for the light and lifting our vibrations, speaking our truth, and healing our hearts here at the Mind, Body, and Spirit Radio Show. And we are picking up on part two of "You Have Rights," the book by former federal prosecutor Laura Coates of Sirius XM Radio Show. And um, what women want. Part two, so be sure to stay tuned for that. And you can always send your letters to Mind Body Spirit Radio Show at gmail.com. And you can send those letters regarding career questions, love, sex, your spiritual journey, life, health, relationships, and etc. 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 You can always call in and share your thoughts. And comments at 704-802-5056 Press star star to unmute yourself 704-802-5056 And don't forget to donate, donate, donate to the Black Talk Media Network And join the BTR community You can join btrcommunity.com for as little as $24 a year on the social media experience of BTR created by the one and only Scotty Reed. So don't forget to support, support, support. And I would always say, um, I think we did this last year for the Christmas promotion. People that may want to give a gift, you can give a friend a gift subscription to BTR community. Mm-hmm. Something that they can use year Long year round, right, right, and get so much from it. It's time for me to renew my subscription. Oh, it may be time for me to renew also. Okay, okay, maybe time about time because I I believe we joined around the same time. Mm -hmm. We did. Okay, so we need to update. All right, then here's another quote. Um, let's see. Um, irrigators channel waters. Fletchers straighten arrows. Carpenters bend wood. The wise master themselves. Hmm. Yeah, a Buddhist quote. Fletchers straighten arrows. Carpenters bend wood. The wise master themselves. I like that. Fletchers straighten arrows. I've never heard of a Fletcher. I've never heard of a Fletcher either. <laughs> like a Fletcher straight. Okay. Fletcher straight. okay. But the wise master themselves. Wise master themselves. Master well, yourself. here is my quote. Thank you very much for yours. Ponder. Love yourself in the in the effort of in our um, push to love ourselves. Here's my mm-hmm. quote for t- this evening, this week. Love yourself first, because that's who you'll spend the rest of your life with. Not Tom, mm-hmm. Dick, and Harry, not Mary Jane, Sue, but you. Mm-hmm. You. And if you, you keep avoiding self-love, the universe will. Keep Keep sending you people who also 
avoid loving you. Hoping you get a little clue. Mm. Hoping. Mm, hoping you get a little clue. All right. Get a clue. Get a clue. Thank you. Okay, so that's my Get self uh, love. But here's another quote that I would like to share okay. to all our strong women. This woman, strong black women. You know, I hate that strong black women. <laughs> that title is very heavy. It's very heavy. Ugh. Very heavy. This woman black has fought a thousand battles and is still standing. Has cried a thousand tears and is still smiling. Has been broken, betrayed, abandoned, rejected. But she still walks proud. Laughs loud. Lives without fear. Loves without doubt. This woman is beautiful. This woman is humble. This woman is graceful. This woman is you. You. (sighs) This woman is you. Yes, thank you. I love it. Be you and love you. Enjoy yourself. Learn to love yourself. Learn to love being with yourself. Oh, yes. Love. Learn to love your own company. Mm. Some love people can't company, stand to be so by themselves. They wake up, jump up calling other people, trying to see who they can go be around and yeah, oh, I've I've had friends like that. I'm like, what you doing? Lord, have mercy. I'm coming over. No, uh, I'm living my life. You should try it. <laughs> living my life. Oh, oh, oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! The 21 healing day. Yes, yes, day. yes, yes. This is the second week. Um, actually. I had a couple of things I needed to share, but I don't have it in front of me. What? Can okay. you do a black inventor? Um, you know, I told you uh, to the transformation. <laughs> the transformation. I, I understand. I tell you, um, how about we just go into um, some of the hot topics because... The story I did want to talk about last week, we didn't get to it, so I want to make sure we get to it tonight. Um, this has been a popular story about the Centralese people. So, yeah, people may have heard the story about um, this uh, person, what was his name? John Chu, I believe. So he calls himself on a Christopher Columbus type of mission, John Allen Chu, 27 years of age, from Alabama. So he calls himself on this Christopher Columbus type of mission. He wants to go mm-hmm. over and bring Jesus to the Sentinelese people. And these people, um, I remember first hearing about them, it was after that tsunami. Um it was after that, I want to say it was 2005, around 2004 or five, something like that. I may have it in here. Um, do I have it in here? I don't have that date in here. But um, they were they were like the only people in that area around the Indian Ocean that survived because 
people like that, what they do is they watch the animals because they're in tune with yes. nature. So they watch right. the birds, they watch the other animals yes. begin to prepare and hide. And so they're mm-hmm. able to survive based on being in tune with the universe. That's why we always say be in tune with the universe. Mm-hmm. And so um, this American missionary, he believed that God had called him mm-hmm. to convert the tribe, right? The uh, group of people, the Sentinelese. And um, uh, let's see. So when he arrived on the island, he had these Indian fishermen transport him over there, which was illegal. And they've uh, since been arrested, the um, Indian fishermen that uh, transported him to the island. And he went to the island like a day before, a couple of days before he actually, well, he came close to the island a couple of days and he held out a Bible the day before, mm-hmm. held out a Bible, and and I read that they shot an arrow right at his Bible. I mean, they they are precise. I guess it they hit said, the no, Bible. Heard about it the Bible, and yes, shot yeah. an arrow in his Bible. Now, see, that should have told his little silly ass. Yes, you know, rest in peace. Uh, uh, whatever your name is, Alan. But see, that should have told you right then and there. Take your little tail on. Don't bother these people. It's illegal to bother them. Um, they're in a secluded area. That they, they've ostracized themselves from reason, and they're protected, supposed to be, by the Indian uh, uh, government. So he wasn't even supposed to be over there in the first darn place. And when they shot that arrow in your Bible, they were telling you, we heard about the Bibles and the guns that y'all bring when you come over. Thank so take you. your little old Bible and go on, because You'll come. The next thing you know, we got bulldozers over here, and um, you're tearing up our land, cutting up, cutting down our trees, and then we up here rubbing your feet. Exactly. I knew we were going to get to that part. Please don't leave that out. Right. Then we'll yeah. be rubbing your feet. Serving you. You got a damn hotel where we used to pick our, uh, uh, go do our hunting and gathering. Now you have a damn five-star hotel over there helicopters landing on every damn thing and now we're working in the hotel mm-hmm. and have to wear all of these stupid uniforms mm-hmm. so honestly i have absolutely no sympathy for him even his family is not um placing blame on the sentinelese because they knew his son should not have been going over there in the first place you broke the law buddy you committed a crime yes and he was given a warning. And the wages of sin is death. He was given. He was given a warning. The wages of sin is death. And so I read, I think the other day that um, the Indian uh, police were trying to retrieve his body, and um, they shot more arrows at them. So they just have to leave the body. Okay, mm-hmm. it is what it is. And the thing about it is also is. Um, so they're called um, the Adaman tribe, and they've been living in isolation. And again, it's illegal because of the risk risk that other people will bring to them. They will bring all of these diseases. And once again, once again, these Sentinelese people probably heard about those blankets that were given to some people years mm-hmm. ago yeah. with the smallpox disease. Yeah, and then so we don't have about any it. of your shit you bringing over here. Don't bring nothing. Don't and I've seen it. like video of people bringing coconuts and things like that over, and 
they did retrieve some of the coconuts, but some of the other items they would leave. So but the, I'm glad. This, mm -hmm. this guy bought safety pins. Okay? Safety mm -hmm. pins? Really? And toothpaste? <laughs> mm. Some of the mm. indigenous African people have the most beautiful teeth and they do not use toothpaste. Not or this fluoridated a, toothpaste crest. No, no. Not mm -hmm. Colgate and Crest. Mm -mm. <laughs> and they don't mm -mm. use a little funny looking toothbrush, this plastic thing with boars um, <laughs> hairs <clears throat> that we use. Mm -hmm. They have beautiful, beautiful teeth. Yeah. I've seen some pictures of uh, Ethiopians, and I mean, gosh, their teeth are absolutely beautiful. They don't have to go to the dentist for all this whitening. Um, mm -hmm. Just like those, what are those little chew sticks that you can find sometimes in um, like the uh, African-centered stores, the uh, chew sticks, and they come in different flavors oh, yeah, yeah. and all of that. Yeah, many people yeah. use those to clean their teeth. It's, it's almost you can almost use those like uh, floss, like so, what? Floss, floss. Okay. dental floss. Mm -hmm. Yes, right, right. Yeah, I've tried those. And they teeth are beautiful. And 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 so we're speaking about the teeth because there are some people that were saying, well, should we not take toothpaste over to them and air conditioning? <laughs> uh, they live on an island. Maybe they don't need air conditioning units. <laughs> So all they want to do is what they've always done is go colonize people. Um, you want to it's introduce all, them to money. Really to they don't need they don't need money. They've been surviving, bartering, or whatever the heck they're doing, just living communally forever. So why you want to go over there and introduce money to them? So you can have them in debt like we are over here. Mm -hmm. Please get out of here. I'm glad they shot those <laughs> arrows. I wish more of us would have shot some arrows. They need to shoot some arrows with this gentrification crap. People come in, shoot some damn arrows on them. <laughs> Woo. All right. So um I'm not gonna get into this uh Baylor coach Dave Bliss story, but stay tuned for that for next week. We'll talk about that next week because I watched that documentary on um Amazon Prime and it's called Disgrace. Talking about this Dave, you know, Baylor university in waco they that mm. little campus is known for all types of sex scandals but i had never heard of this particular uh scandal with this young man being killed and we'll talk about this uh next week and the coach dave bliss he was supposed to be this notable coach um uh, everybody wanted him uh, at the university uh, on the athletic department to be a part mm. of the athletic department. He was supposed to be this brilliant marketing genius and all of that. Come to find out he's uh, uh, goodness gracious. This man covered up the death of one of his players. So we'll talk, oh. about, this we'll talk about that next week. Dave Bliss at Baylor. Um, let me see. What else do we have? I also want to mention Featherlight. Um, I heard this lady's story, Aura Lee. Aura Lee. Well, actually, it's Aura Lee Cancer Research, but the young lady's name is Hadasia. I believe it's Hadasia Green. Hadasia Green. I believe that's how you pronounce it. And she is a professor of medicine at Morehouse College. And she has developed some laser technology 
that can eradicate cancerous tumors within 15 days. And so she's received $1.1 million from the government, but she needs $10 million to actually launch this Mm. uh, uh, effective laser treatment. And she said that the treatment actually cures the, well, not cures, but it eradicates the tumors in mice. So it has not been been tested on humans, but Mm -hmm. it's effective. So if you would like to donate, you can go to the page, Orally Cancer Research, and you can also donate through your Amazon purchases. So when you go into Mm -hmm. Amazon Smile, you can select to have um, the proceeds go to go towards your charitable donation, go towards Orally Cancer Research. I have my Amazon Smile set for the Humane Society, but I'm going to switch it over to this for a while until she gets her $10 million. So Google her, Orly Cancer Research or Deja Green Cancer Research, and you can find out more. And the website is We Are Aura Lee. That's W-E-A-R-E-O-R-A-L-E-E dot org. Aura Lee. Young sister, too. I mean, yes, she is passionate she is. about it, too. That is so amazing. All of these mm-hmm. young Einstein-type people coming out with these amazing discoveries, ideas, like the young guy with the, um, was it the telephone, cell phone? Yes, uh, uh, figures, figures telecommunications. Yes, yes, and now this, I mean, these are are remarkable achievements um, Mm -hmm. from these young people, and it's just, it's it's really wonderful to see. These are uh, obviously where, like, child prodigies. Um, mm-hmm. This is really amazing. It makes makes you very proud. Yeah, and Hadija Green said that her, I believe it was her grandmother or her aunt, who suffered from cancer. Um, she was terminally ill, and she said, "I would rather suffer and die than suffer going through chemo and then die." Mm-hmm. She said she didn't want to suffer a day with chemo. Nice. It's a horrible right. way to, to die. It, it makes you so ill, from my understanding. Yeah. You can't even enjoy the, 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 the few months or whatever you have left because you're always feeling bad. Mm-hmm. No. That's right, Scotty. He broke the law. He He broke the law. And people don't want those diseases. Just reading a comment here. Yeah. We don't want those diseases. Mm-mm. He broke the law. Come okay. over there with your Bible. Keep your Bible. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. On. All right. And you, you know what? Something? It's it's I when I when when I thought about that, I thought also about the the Christian crusade. How many people were murdered because mm-hmm. they did not want to change their faith? Their mm-hmm. their uh religion that's mm-hmm. how are you going to force someone to, to to worship the way you do because you feel that that's the only way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. okay 
<laughs> Let me say a little bit about the heart chakra before we move on. 21 days. Okay. Um, it goes into the 12th of December. Our chakra, heart chakra healing. So here are a couple of things that you can do to heal your heart chakra. The heart chakra is like the center point of healing for all of your your other chakras. So it is very, very important that the heart chakra is healed. It's about changing your perspective, shifting your frame of mind uh, from one that is always focused on the things that you don't like and then changing mm. that perspective to one that is full of gratitude. Um, being being open to to love. If your uh, if your heart chakra is is closed or otherwise um, blocked in some in some form, uh, there's a lot of anger. Mm. Um, there's there's uh, no forgiveness of yourself. Um, you, you like I said, you tend to, to look at the the bad things that are happening mm. to you rather than than focus on uh, and you're resentful you know you may feel resentful distrust and then some people um they're unable to receive without giving now that's interesting. Mm. I never thought about that some people um Reason for instance, if I thought about this, I, I gave a gift to a very good friend of mine. Uh, we've been friends for like twenty, over twenty years, and I just I don't I just gave her a gift uh, during the holidays because I saw something that I like and it wasn't expensive. It's just oh she would like that, and she said, oh I didn't get you anything. It's like no, this is not an exchange. You know, I'm just giving it to you. You know, and so. Um, mm-hmm. I want to make a big deal and I didn't and so we let that slide the next year I got her something again because I didn't think about it I just I I, I liked her I, I thought she would like it oh she got so disappointed she said oh no I gotta get you something oh and she's just like oh, put a God. bad flavor <laughs> on it all I felt so bad for giving it to her because mm. she felt so bad because she didn't have anything for me and I didn't I didn't think that she should feel that way that just mm-hmm. because someone gives you something then you got to turn around and give them something you know that she should feel that way and that's the last time I mm. gave her a gift mm-hmm. so you shouldn't feel that way that's a block chakra a heart chakra Okay, so here are a couple of things you can do. As always, we always say nature. Get out in nature. It's the healing. And then plus the heart chakra, uh, its color is green. And, of course, nature is green, and it's it's a healing color. So you take your forest bath. Forest bath is just getting out in the forest or getting out in the trees and just, just soaking it in. Okay, you can walk. Uh, the rhythm of walking is is very good. It's very calming to the mind. It brings peace. Uh, mm-hmm. Get some upbeat music, some joyous music um, that will will help you change your outlook on life, build on life on your life. It will build positive um, feelings. Now, did you know that um, if you're kind of depressed, you should avoid music that is in the minor keys. Because it, it provokes a feeling of sadness, so you want to avoid that. Okay. Um, what else did I say you can do? 
healing through music. Uh, oh, I course, love you. Oh yes, oh yes. That's mm-hmm. it's true. It just changes. It just changes my whole feeling of, of what I've, uh, uh, my mood. You know, my my music. So of course, affirmations. I deeply and completely love and accept myself. I am open to love. Uh, I forgive myself, which is so important. A lot of us are walking around um, with guilt, and that's a very low, very very low uh, vibration. And and meditation, of course, you can never leave out meditation. When you meditate, your um, the sound you can use is yum, y a m yum. And uh, again, the color is green. You can have a green cloth, a green uh, shirt or top. Uh, just green, and hey, you can get a green light bulb. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, put some some green plants around you. Just green, 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 green. Green is healing. Okay, and that's mm. what I have. Ah, you know what? I didn't think about that green light bulb, so I have to try mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I had a green light bulb. I, I guess I don't have it anymore. I have to get a Okay. I, I like colored light bulbs. Red, green, blue, yellow. Yes, 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 yes. Well, um, for our doing the damn thing, I'll just make a quick note of these doing the damn thing. Um, the nineteen black female judges that were elected in Harris County, that's Houston, Houston. Texas in Texas. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. Those 19 black women judges, their names are as follows Sandra Peake, Judge Ramona Franklin, Maria Jackson, Jermaine Tanner, Angela Graves Harrington, Cassandra Holman, Tanya Jones, Deidre Davis, LaShawn Williams, Latosha Lewis Payne, Linda Dunson. Taria Finch, Erica Hughes, Lucia Bates, Renisha Bowman, Michelle Moore, Sharon Bernay, Shannon Baldwin, and Lori Chambers. All Those right. 19 judges, yes, were elected during the November midterms. 12 of the 19 are graduates of HBCUs. All, all right. right, all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Latosha Payne, Latosha Lewis Payne, told uh, the local media, "I think that having an African American judge or having a female judge, those are those are the kinds of things which bring which we bring to the bench, and we bring an understanding of a person who may come from that similar background." Now, according yes. to figures from the uh, Gavel right. Gap, an ana- analysis by a progressive legal group found that white men make up 30% of the Texas population, but 58% of state court judges. So I am hoping that these women will bring some justice to the criminal justice system. I believe they will. I'm very proud. I'm very happy for them. Congratulations. Congratulations. And and did you not say something about the Democratic Party did not support them? Did I miss I heard that the Democratic Party did not initially support them. Now in this article where I uh, that I recently read, the Democratic Party was said to have supported them. 
But now I heard through the grapevine that they didn't. Maybe they did in the twelfth hour, but initially, <laughs> when the word got out that they didn't, that it that was so hadn't. popular and they were going viral on social media. Ah. I think that's probably when mm. the Democratic Party uh, began mm. to support them, mm. because I heard that initially they were not. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Why don't we get into a little of uh, "You Have the Right" by Laura Coates? Okay. Before we go into the break. Okay. Okay. So, Laura Coase, I love listening to her on Sirius XM in the morning, 9 a.m. Central. And she um, is an author of the book, You Have the Right, where she discusses different rights. And last week, rights that people may not be aware of or that you should remember that you have when you encounter police or involved in some type of legal matter. So last week we started on some of the rights And we, let's see We talked about some of the things We'll just kind of review But I love the way that she is She speaks in layman's terms She puts it where the goats can get it So we highly recommend this book Yes Mm -hmm. Highly recommend this Um, Give them the title again you Have Rights by Laura Coase, a constitutional guide to policing the police. Okay. You have the rights. Okay. You have rights, know them and use them. All right. So you want to uh, kind of just maybe give a brief synopsis of some of the things we can kind of start out. With some okay. Of the topics so so uh, just to review, one, one key, very, very key um, thing that, that we shared was code words. And if you don't know them, it's you're kind of left out. So reasonable suspicion and probable cause. Okay, there's a very big difference, and they can mean a whole lot. Reasonable suspicion can be just a hunch, and it's based mostly on a police officer's training and their experience in the field. So stereotyping someone, that fits into that category. I mm. think that that you know that person may be on drugs just because mm-hmm. you know, he's in this neighborhood and you know he's you know a certain color and that's stereotyping. Um, that is reasonable suspicion, and and sometimes um, police officers officers can stop you on a, a reasonable suspicion, and it's much easier to prove than probable cause. Now, probable cause gives an officer to the power to virtually ignore your Fourth Amendment rights. Probable cause is a higher standard than reasonable suspicion. To have a probable cause, an officer must be able to actually describe what he or she saw or heard that made them believe that you just committed a crime or that he or she would find evidence of a crime in a particular place. For instance, if you're just driving by in a car, maybe you and your buddy, and the officer is at the corner, and he sees that both of you are black or Hispanic, and then he's all of of a sudden alert, okay, there's reasonable suspicion, Mm okay, then you get to a a, a stop sign, and you barely stop, you're like, didn't know the officer was sitting over there, so you're like, "Eh," and you keep going police mm-hmm. is over there. And so now the police 
have reason to stop you. That's probable cause because they actually saw you uh, run that stop sign. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, or 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 they see uh, someone running with a gun. Okay. All right. They saw a drug deal go down, and the and the person is running with the gun. That's probable. That's probable cause. Okay. So, mm. um, if you don't know your rights, reasonable suspicion can quickly elevate to probable cause in a heartbeat, and you're le- mm. and you've lost your Fourth Amendment rights. Okay. Mm. Okay. And um, another piece that we went over was, do you have the right to record the police? Okay. Um, You know, we have these different groups like Cop Watch, people record the police. Uh, Before we had the cell phones, remember the Panthers and different groups Mm -hmm. um, in Chicago, um, they would actually police the police. They would... um, they would stand and they would witness uh, the police accosting someone or, or, or going through their searches. So do you have the right to record police? Best way to do, the best thing to do is just stand back from a reasonable distance so that you're not creating a physical obstacle for the officers to go around. If an officer tries to confiscate your phone, demand a warrant. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, and we'll we'll touch on that a little bit uh, more later on, because there's okay. different types of recordings that one can do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, and um, let's see. When can the police search your car? You can ask whether he or she is looking for something when you interact with them by simply asking, "Are you searching me, or are you are you looking for something?" And this will signal to police that you are aware that they are attempting to conduct a search and they will be expected to honor your Fourth Amendment rights. When it comes to cars, there are two types of probable cause. First, probable cause to stop the car, example, because you've committed a traffic violation um, like speeding or you have a broken taillight. Second, probable cause to search the car because the police believe there is something illegal inside. Just because the police have probable cause to pull you over for a traffic violation does not mean that they have probable cause to search your vehicle. They will only have probable cause to search your vehicle if they see or smell or hear something, like maybe someone in the trunk banging, let me out. That leads them to believe that you have something illegal inside of your car. Now, they can also search your car if you have been arrested or were inside or around your car at the time of the arrest. And that's what we were talking about last week that I was unaware of that. So when they run your license and if um, your record shows that when you were arrested, your vehicle was involved, then they can search your car. That Mm -hmm. means um, they they can search the entire passenger compartment of a car where you were sitting if you had access to the car at the time it was being searched. Um, and the police can search that area to prevent you from assessing weapons within arm's reach or if the police believe that the car contains evidence of a crime. Yes. So, now let's start out for the lights. Mm-hmm. With um, let's see, 
Yeah, let's start here. Okay. So can the police search my passengers or their belongings? We've seen incidents like this when the police want to ask the passenger for the car, uh, for their driver's license and to search them. And people didn't know their rights. They would tell the police, I am not driving. I am a passenger. I've seen that on videos. Um, they they will say, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not driving. Why do you need to search me? Okay. Now, in actuality, can the police search my passengers or their belongings? The answer is yes. If the police have probable cause to search your car, the passenger just has to be in the car when you were stopped. There have been many times when the passenger goes down with the driver because they claim to know to, to not have known there was anything illegal in the car. I've heard plenty of stories like that before. Me too. Yeah. The company you keep will keep you. Mm-hmm. How many people been in the car and somebody's yeah. transporting all kind of drugs or whatever in the car? Okay, so the ignorance defense only works when someone does admit that the illegal objects belong object belongs to him or her. So the absence of fingerprints or DNA doesn't help you. It just means that they can't prove you were telling the truth when you say it doesn't belong to you. Okay, unless it has like the person's name or your name. So now, gray area. Ordering you out of the car means that you have been seized and not free to go. Remember, when you are seized, the Fourth Amendment protects protections kick in. And that's when we go into the Miranda rights. Yeah, All right. that's very important. Okay, so what is a Terry stop? So cops stop you on the street. This came from this, this um, trial case, Terry versus Ohio, which we don't go into Police can stop you on the street even if their suspicion was wrong. Hiding something, high crime, high crime area, a tip from an informant, or anonymous tip from a concerned citizen. These are things they can, like, they have reasons. What can they do in a Terry stop? Okay? This is important. Actually, they can ask for your name. Questions to investigate whether you actually did something illegal. You are not required to answer the questions, but failure to do so will give them probable cause to arrest you. Mm. Okay? Sounds really tricky. Once in police custody, though, you have the right to remain silent, and that silence cannot be used against you. They can't touch you unless they have a reasonable suspicion that you are armed with a weapon. To pat down the outside of clothing to detect a weapon is called a pat and frisk. Mm-hmm. Pat and frisk. Lord knows they can be quite aggressive with those beyond pat and that frisk. if you don't know you're right so tell them about the further about the pat and pat and frisk okay so we'll come we'll pick back up on that right after our break so we'll take a quick break and we'll come back with pat, more pat and frisk and you have the right by Laura Coates, former federal prosecutor, her book, You Have the Rights. Okay, we'll be back right after this break.
Radio Network. All right, fellow light, and we are back here at the Mind, Body, and Spirit Radio Show. Don't forget to donate to the Black Talk Media Network Project. Donate, donate, donate. And you can always join the BTR community for as little as $24 a year. And you can give a gift if you like to give end-of-the-year gifts or Christmas gifts to friends and family. You can give them a subscription to the BTR community and they would appreciate it I know <laughs> alright so let's see okay um, I thought I had a quote here but I, I don't I don't know where my wise words is for the light oh I don't, where my wise words. I don't know what happened to my wise words but I, I have a wise word let me see um, be you be you Mm. And don't let anyone suppress you, the real you. Grow into a stronger version of yourself every day. Let that be your goal. Mm. All right. That's a wise word. That is what I'm working on. That is what I'm working Mm. on. Being Mm. myself. Like it or leave it. Mm. Okay. Being asked, here's a good one. Okay. Being asked, why are you depressed? Life is beautiful. It's like saying, why do you have asthma? There's so Mm. much air. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're not in their shoes. You're not walking their path. That's right. That's right. You're not walking their path. You're not walking their path. (sighs) So, Mm -hmm. So. Do not make little of someone's experience. That's right. An arrow can only be shot by pulling it backwards. When life is dragging you back with difficulties, it means it's going to launch you into something great. So just focus and keep aiming. Focus and keep aiming. All right. Focus and keep aiming. I love it. All right, so let's pick back up on You Have Rights by Laura Coates. Laura Coates is the author of the book You Have Rights. And this is part two of You Have Rights. So we are, let's see, let's let's go with this. So the officer, we just finished speaking about the uh, Terry versus Ohio case, Pat and Frisk. So now the officer cannot squeeze any object or move it around through your clothing to figure out what it is. We've seen that happen yes. countless times. If they do find something illegal like weed, the only recourse you have is to prove the officer squeezed the object I was squeezing the object and that they had no way of knowing that it was illegal just by feeling it. Right. It could be some balled up paper in your pocket. If an officer squeezes your body parts, shakes your pockets, speak up and ask the officer whether he or she is performing a pat down. If they say yes, state that you are aware that they are only permitted to lightly 
pat your body, not squeeze or manipulate anything. Like what happened to that little young boy when that female officer um, was conducting her pat and frisk and she mangled his testicles. Yes. He had to have surgery. This was a yeah. young boy. And then, <sighs> this, okay. This is a good, this is, this is unlawful for for them mm-hmm. to squeeze anything. It's that's mm-hmm. why it's called pat. Pat. So you have to say, are you performing a pat down? Because it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it. Mm-hmm. Squeezing, that's not a pat down. They're like, mm-hmm. oh hell, somebody's been reading the rights. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so like sobriety checkpoints to random to randomly catch drunk drivers. Some cops are set up in high crime areas or neighborhoods and given orders from higher ups to crack down, and everyone is presumed guilty. Police routinely mm-hmm. look routinely look for signs of carrying a weapon. So here's some some signs that they look for: an unnatural walk. What you think is unnatural? Like, what's an unnatural walk? <laughs> there you go. I mean, black men usually tend to have a strut. You know, they don't walk like a stick. Mm-hmm. But hey, that's one thing that they look for. Um, <laughs> something in their pocket, which indicates to the police that there's something in his pants, touching his leg. Okay, your hand in your waistband. These are all red flags to the cops. So this mm-hmm. brings about uh, reasonable suspicion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Red flag. Okay. So we mentioned the phone search. Mm-hmm. Police cannot search your phone. It is like your home. They can mm-hmm. remove it from its case, turn it off to prevent lost data, data, place it in a bag. Even if you are under arrest, the police cannot search your phone without a warrant unless they believe evidence in that data will be immediately destroyed. The only time they can actually search your phone without a warrant is when there is a serious emergency like a missing child or to prevent immediate harm or death to a person. Okay. So those are the only instances when your phone can be searched. Very good. When can the police search me? The police can search you when you are under arrest. They have a warrant or they have probable cause to believe that you have illegal objects on or in your body. It is important to remember, states Ms. Coates, that the police can also pat down your outer clothing during a cherry stop if they have reasonable suspicion that you are armed. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now you also have the right to take pictures or video of anything that you can plainly see in an outdoor public space, as long as you are legally allowed to be in that space, not on private property. The owner has the right to set rules, break them, and that is trespassing, of course. Police cannot order you to stop recording or taking pictures. They can't make you show them your images and can't view your footage without a warrant. They can seize the phone if it contains evidence of a crime they are investigating, so long as it does not involve deleting footage of their own misconduct. So be careful what you publish. In some states, your right to record the actual sound may violate violate wiretapping laws. It may be illegal to record someone's private conversation. So make sure you are recording police activity only 
a conversation with the police and other people during the course of their duties is not generally considered private between ordinary citizens is private. If an officer tries to confiscate your phone, you must demand a warrant. Do you have a warrant? Okay, you don't. Okay, let me just go on then. That's how you handle that. Yes. If you don't understand the Miranda rights when speaking with law enforcement, it is like playing Russian roulette, state law codes. Named after the famous case Miranda versus Arizona, these rights prevent the police from forcing you to speak against your will. So we all know it starts with you have the right to remain silent, refuse to answer questions, blah, blah, blah. Every state does it differently. Some people use, some uh, policemen use a card, some uh, videotape it, some, some request your signatures. But basically the same thing is said. So when are your Miranda rights read by the police? When you are in custody or you are not free to go. Okay, that's when the Miranda rights should be read. When you're not free to walk away, then it's time for them to start reading your Miranda rights. Not every question is a police interrogation for Fifth Amendment purposes. For instance, your name, your age, your occupation, or how you're doing. These are not incrimination questions, and you can answer these questions because they won't incriminate you. If you are not in custody... The police is not required to read your rights. And anything you say can be used against you. So be mm-hmm. careful. Okay? So mm-hmm. they may say you are free to go to avoid giving you your Miranda rights. Because once they say you're free to go, you know, they don't have to give you read the rights. Mm-hmm. So your continued action with them, interaction with that officer is, is now voluntary. So any incriminating statements you make now can be used against you. Some people, mm-hmm. in an effort to, to be overly cooperative, I just want to be helpful, you know, um, they'll keep talking mm-hmm. even though they are free to go. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So according to Ms. Coates, the police know this and they often capitalize on it. Mm-hmm. They'll make them feel, you know, like you're helping, you know, and then, then you just talk, 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 talk. You said something incriminating. Okay. Yeah. So you don't, oh, go ahead and tell me about the handcuff. Um. Okay. So let's see. You don't have to be handcuffed in the back of a squad car or even inside of a police station interrogation room to be in police custody. So how do you know if you are in custody or free to go? You ask the following questions. Number one, am I free to go right now? If yes, you are not in custody. If yes. If yes, you are not in custody. Number two, numero dos, do I have to speak to you? If no, you are not in custody. Number three, am I now under arrest? If no, you are not in custody. Number four, if I leave, will you arrest me? If no, you are not in custody. 
So if you're not sure whether the police are required to read you your Miranda rights, you are entitled to ask them whether you are in custody and whether your answers can be used as evidence against you later. You can ask specifically, is this a custodial interrogation? Is this a custodial interrogation? If yes, time for Miranda rights. If no, you can walk away. Walk Walk away. away. Walk away. Walk away. Walk away. Mm-hmm. If you're not free to walk away, beat me my rights. Okay. Mm-hmm. Am I free to go now? Do I have to speak to you? Am I now under arrest? If I leave, will you arrest me? Okay. I'm going to go on about my merry little business. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I've answered the questions that you asked me uh, without incriminating myself. Okay. Bye. Have a good day, officer. Please. Exercising your Miranda rights, okay? So you can choose to say nothing, not talk to the police after your rights have been read. But you must, you must specifically state that you are exercising your right to remain silent. You can't just look at look away, like I don't hear you, I don't have to talk to you, roll your eyes or cross your arms, all that stuff. You have to actually state, I want to remain silent. You have to say that, okay? So if not, Mm -hmm. the police can keep questioning you. Plus, they can Mm -hmm. testify about all the things that you didn't say because you didn't say anything, okay? So if Mm -hmm. you invoke your right to remain silent, the officer has to stop questioning you. Or pressure you to change, mm. to speak or change your mind. Okay, they can wait a while because you know this is one of the moves too. They can wait a while and start a casual conversation with you, but if you start speaking voluntarily, they can start asking you questions again. Okay, for instance, if you say mm. later, um, after you just said that you you're going to remain silent, if you say, "What am I under arrest for? Are you going to charge me?" You just open the door. Okay. Mm. So asking for water or restroom or I'm tired, those are all okay. Okay. But if you make a mistake and start speaking, you can invoke your rights again to remain silent. But anything you said before can be used once you broke the silence. Okay. So mm. in other words, if, if you if you forget, you know, and just, you know, because they will wear you down, let you stand the two hours or whatever. Um then you start talking, okay, about mm-hmm. something. Then you you have just broken the silence, and so they can say something to you. And then if you an- when you answer, whatever you answer, they can use that against you. But if it comes to you, oh my God, you know, I just start. Oh, okay, then you can say, I wish to remain silent. Okay, so it picks back up. But then what you mm-hmm. just said, it can be used. Okay, it can right. be used. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. you can request a lawyer at any time, a lawyer, attorney, and the police must stop the interrogation. So you must state clearly again, I want a lawyer or I want an attorney. You have to you have to say that. This is part mm-hmm. of it. Even if you already started talking once you request an attorney, the interrogation must stop. It must cease. So if you say something incriminating without first being advised of your Miranda rights, the police cannot use that against you at trial. 
They can still mm. advise you of your rights, ask you to waive them, and a- then ask you to repeat your confession. But think before you speak. Think before, think you, before speak. you speak. The police cannot arrest you inside your home for a petty offense like a traffic citation. Now, I thought about that young lady that was killed in front of her son, and this is all about a traffic thing from what I understood, but hey, mm. I don't have all the facts. But um, there are just a few, these are just a few of the topics that are covered in Lyra Coates' very engaging and very informative book. It's much more, but we just kind of wanted to touch on these for you. It is so important that we we know our rights. This book is called You Have the Right, A Constitutional Guide to Policing the Police. Um, as Black Rose mentioned, she uh, was a uh, former prosecutor, and she was also a civil rights attorney. And she uh, switched over because she got tired of prosecuting people that she knew were innocent. So mm-hmm. um, the states, Ms. Lara states that many of the cases that she prosecuted began with a defendant who failed to appreciate his rights. So mm-hmm. It could mean your freedom or someone else's. I know I bought a book years and years ago, over 20 years ago, and it just simply said, uh, know your rights. It's a big fact big fact but has I still have it has so much information in it. and that that book uh, saved me thousands of dollars because of something that I I read in it and I, I shared that mm-hmm. with you I shared it with anybody that uh, that's in that kind of predicament I said look mm-hmm. this is your rights you have the mm-hmm. right this is what you do it only costs you pennies and it will save mm-hmm. you thousands know your rights know your rights mm-hmm. All right, and that concludes our You Have Rights segment. So remember these rights. You may want to listen to the show or share it with someone, share it with friends and family, take notes from it, Mm -hmm. yeah, and get the book. Absolutely, get the book. All right, so um, let's see. Shall we go into a little of what a woman wants? Satellite. Yes. What a woman wants. Woman wants. Woman wants. Okay. Um, well, you know, I love Bobby Womack. A woman got to have it. We need that oh, yeah. music for this segment. A woman's got to have it. All right. So um, we did talk a little bit. Uh, we did get into this topic uh, last week. So we'll just pick back up. We're not going to do a major review on this for the sake of time. Um but number three um, on our list, we have positivity. So women, and I'm sure men too, but we're speaking about women right now. Men, you can call in and say what men want. Um, but positivity, we want someone that's optimistic. A person that's good to have around. Put a smile on her face. Make people feel good. Yeah. Bring in some pleasantries. And it's yeah. not all about the the um, roses or jewelry. Sometimes it's just it's just about you and your presence. What you bring, what type of joy do you bring to that person? Right. It's not your job to make someone happy, but just to enhance oh, no. their life, make them happy. Right. That's, that's, uh, just that's enhance a, their life. Um, a person has to be happy and joyful within and with themselves but you just enhance that 
Right. Yes. Positivity. Be positive. Don't be a um, like a, what is it for the women? It's Debbie Downer. <laughs> we had something cute for men though. I thought about. I can't remember it now. Debbie Downer and I don't know whatever. Okay. So what else do we have for the night? We have communication. So communication. Um, some men tend to ignore the female inclination to talk at their peril. Mm-hmm. You've got to listen as well as express yourself. Okay. Women place priority on guys they can talk to. Um, there are some women who are in relationships and then they have this guy friend that they go to it mm. and then this and this and this and this and the guy's just listening and this that that makes them feel so good to be able to talk to talk to a male who is willing to listen, you know. Mm-hmm. Um when they talk about things that concern them, their hopes and their desires. To to be attentive trumps all others uh communication skills for some women because it's just important when you feel comfortable enough to open up and know that the person that you're talking to is uh, interested, not just drifted off or, or 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 sometimes I've run into taking over the conversation, just uh, just talking mainly about themselves. So, mm-hmm. um, and men tend to be. You know, just part of their DNA action oriented, and they think they have to just just up and do something if a woman comes to them or talks about a concern. But um, sometimes she just wants to 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 share. So mm-hmm. appreciate her thoughts. Uh, show a woman you have the the uh, capacity to pay attention, and it will take you far. It improves you your far. chances greatly. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And social IQ. Can you carry on a conversation um, with the person you're involved with and maybe some friends? Um, someone, like as you mentioned, you, you're able to communicate by the light. You, you don't want to, say, go off to uh, dinner with friends and family and then this person, your, your mate, is just over in the corner on his phone checking his Instagram. Mm-hmm. And all that. Um, not aware of any current events, mm-hmm. you know, can't mm-hmm. talk about anything <laughs> substantive, you know. So you want someone that has some type of social IQ. You want them to be able to um, be able to blend in that circle with your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily, they don't have to hang out with you and your friends, but just when you are in the presence of friends and family, uh, of, of the friends and family members of your mate, just being amicable, just being friendly. Yeah. And and um, you can have your own topic of conversation. You don't have to necessarily uh, be astute in what what everybody is particularly talking about, um, mm-hmm. but know how to blend in and ask questions or, mm-hmm. or, or pick a conversation or topic that you find interesting and others will find interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, just be able to mm-hmm. socialize. Oh, yeah. 
being able to socialize. Hey, listen, um, Scotty had a question. I'm sorry, Scotty, I didn't see your question. What's your question, Scotty, if you're still there and still have your question about rights? Oh. Okay, ladies. Um, mm-hmm. It's just something I was uh, thinking about. I was reading about this story coming out of Detroit, and there's a public housing high-rise apartment complex. I mean, it's pretty huge. I pulled it up on, on Google Maps. Um, mm-hmm. And so the housing authority is working with the police to put 26 cameras um, throughout this huge apartment complex. Now, it's supposed to be for elderly uh, uh, people, mm-hmm. right? And so low-income, obviously, uh, elderly, and that, you know, this violates their privacy or whatnot. Now, I said, you know what? People pay thousands of dollars a month for to live in the building. They have that kind of security. They got cameras everywhere. They got uh, doormen. Mm-hmm. You know, they got, they got security. I said, these elderly mm-hmm. people deserve the same kind of uh, uh, security. As long as they mm-hmm. not in my opinion, putting a camera in your apartment and it's right. just in the mm-hmm. hallway or it's at the entrance, you have no privacy rights. That's a public building. That's a public yeah. housing. The hallway is just like the street. Okay, if you don't want to be seen doing something in the hallway, don't do it in the hallway. Go in your That's apartment. right. And so, you know, this one lady said that lived there, she said, you know, this will help us keep people out the building that don't belong to the building. But then this other person said, well, I got friends and family that won't come visit me because they know the police. Why? I'm saying, well, what kind of friends and family do you got? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, they got warrants or, or, or whatnot on them or, or something. So, yes. I mean, I just wanted, wanted y'all thoughts on that. You know, you, you, you don't want government intrusion. We do want to protect our privacy rights, but I feel like when you move into public housing, you give that up in the common areas. Oh, definitely. Especially, yeah, yeah, public housing. Well, you know what? Um, actually, uh, the property that I live on, Scotty, there are cameras that are aimed towards the uh, gates. There are cameras in the garage, and thankfully they are because there have been times when there've been there's been like some commotion going on in the garage, and when we go to report it in the morning, all they do is just go back and review the cameras. They know exactly who the person, who who uh, the persons were. Appreciate the cameras mm-hmm. um, that are on the property. So and and then uh, in in Detroit they probably um with all the fires that happened in Detroit because at one time there were people setting all the properties on fire in Detroit for the insurance money or for whatever they were just abandoned oh. buildings you know, some crackheads and there's you know meth heads and all of this smoking so uh, the police were running crazy back to back putting out fires so they probably need some of those cameras to catch some of the culprits. So yeah, yeah. Um, if you're doing something, you don't have, 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 have any business doing. You need to do it behind closed doors, and and you know what kind of friends you get. <laughs> don't want- like you said, what kind of friends <laughs> do you have that are so afraid of their face being recognized on the camera? What you running? You're a fugitive. <laughs> you're running from the law. Maybe y'all need to meet at the co- no, coffee no, shop. <laughs> you're running from the laws, like they say, yeah. the laws. You're running from the laws. 
<laughs> Why are you so afraid oh. of the cameraman? <laughs> oh boy! I tell you, your cousin Scotty. You know your cousins. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't approve of all that being on camera stuff. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, and especially, yeah, like public housing. I mean, you know, that's you know, uh, that they have the funding they and all that. So, yeah, they, they, yeah. The key yeah, word is public. <laughs> key word yeah, so, public. <laughs> when you moved over there, you knew they had some cameras. So yeah. um, maybe you should have just stayed over there in the other building. <laughs> so, um, all right. So all right. another thing, another. Uh, area that is of concern to women intelligence intelligence mm-hmm. read a book you know read a book read a book stay informed many women I know I do I find intelligence quite sexy I sepiosexual yes 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 they, they find it as sexy as physical appearance oh okay, I know so I do boy mm-hmm mm-hmm Avoid running your mouth on things you know nothing about. Ooh, mm. just kind of lets everybody know. Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't have to be a rocket scientist, but don't fake like you know something and don't. It just proves, you know, so it's not a good thing. It's not a good look. It's not a Leave good it look. Leave it be. All right, then. Um, it is time for us to take another break. We're up against a hard break, so let's take our break and we'll come back with African Spirit. I think we'll do an African, a hidden Africa. Oh, okay. We'll be right back after this break. Talk Media Project would like to invite you to become a member of the BTR Community subscription-based social media platform. BTR Community is a platform that was set up for the listening audience of Black Talk Radio Network, the number one independent black radio network online. For just $24 per year, your subscription gives you access to an interactive space to share information with like-minded people with your privacy guaranteed. Your subscription will go a long way to help us maintain and improve our current media platforms. It will also help provide a budget so that we can begin the task of establishing localized media centers and radio stations across the United States. The best way to show your support and appreciation for what we do here at Black Talk Radio is to subscribe. Help us to help you be informed. Join btrcommunity.com today. So for our Hidden Africa piece, let's share this. One of the first documented instances of Africans sailing and settling 
in the Americas were black Egyptians led by King Ramses III during the 19th dynasty in 1292 B.C. And also, evidence of African presence in America before Columbus comes from the pen of Columbus himself. He noted in his journal that Native Americans had confirmed that black had confirmed that black-skinned people had come from the southeast in boats trading in gold-tipped spears. And also, here's another piece. Ethiopia minted its own coins hmm. over 1,500 years ago. Ethiopia. 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 All right. So you want to pick back up on our what a woman wants. What a woman wants. Ambition. She wants a man with some ambition. I mean, have some kind of goals. I mean, you don't have to be a businessman or a multimillionaire or a thousandaire, but have a plan, some type of goals that you are setting, whatever that is. Just have some type of ambition, some type of drive, some type of get up and go. Because one thing about it is sometimes we'll, we'll tend to spend a lot of energy trying to nurture someone and motivate them when you may need some motivation yourself. So you can't pour all of your energy into somebody trying to encourage them to get up and get out and get something, get out of bed, go do something. It, people people have to have that drive in them. You can kind of help them, give them that push, but you have to have some type of drive and ambition within. Okay. Mm. Yes, you really do. Yeah. Have a strong work, to, work ethic to push it on someone, you know, mm-hmm. when it's not there. So, mm. I think that's important, mm-hmm. especially if um, if the person that you're with is ambitious, and then, I mean, if you're ambitious and the person, the other person is not, then pretty soon the vibrations are going to be so out of whack that. Hey, it's right. not going to last because it's going to be cut constantly. But too here. much conflict. Mm-hmm. Too much. Because while you're striving for your goals and trying to reach your goals, and that person is always trying to block you and stop you in some type of mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. I've been in a relationship not being like that before. You know, for you. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, opponent. I think. I think. Um, Confidence is very important. Mm-hmm. Feel good about yourself. Are you comfortable with yourself? Uh, it, it means a lot. Are you are you secure? Um, the person is secure within themselves. Little things like uh, uh, how much how much money you make, you know, more than me, or mm-hmm. uh, uh, did they can hug you, or. Well, you you should look at him a long time. You know that's insecurity. You know, mm-hmm. um, be 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 comfortable with yourself. Feel good about yourself. When when people have a strong sense of jealousy, they're they're not feeling good about themselves. Right, so, and they need to work on themselves and and themselves yes. and not project all of that on you. Mm-mm. Now get yourself together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
um, and in the same vein of getting yourself together, have your own interests and hobbies mm. and respect the other person that, uh, having their own interests and hobbies. You know, whatever you were doing before you met me, I'm not going to stop you. Like if you were meeting with your friends to watch the game or yeah. have boys night out on Friday evenings after work and have your beer or whatever, a poker game, keep doing that. Go, That's fine. Keep Keep on doing that. That was your schedule. If you yeah. want to adjust it for something that we may plan to do, like attend a concert or something like that, that's fine too. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop you just because now we're involved. Oh, you can't go over to your friend's house no more. Right. Don't right. go over to your friend's house. I have friends too. I can go over to their homes and visit right. them. We can do things. Right. You and your boys take a trip um, every year to whatever festival. Mm-hmm. Keep doing that. Go keep ahead. That's it. fine. Keep doing it. Keep doing yeah. it because I'm going to keep doing me. Yes. And we come together when it's time for us to come together. And that is exactly. perfectly fine. Yes. Uh, you know, yes. I don't like when women try to stop men from um, hanging out with their friends or vice versa. I don't like for men to do this, to, to do that with women. Don't do that. Just let a person live. Can I just live? Yes. Can I just be don't me? Don't suffocate them. Do not suffocate them oh exactly this is what a thing exactly. you can do suffocate a person when you met me you knew that i was engaged in these activities you knew that on wednesdays i went to pay i go play bridge with my friends so don't try to stop me from doing that it was fine the first two or three months that we were uh getting to know each other you knew that this is what i was doing now all of a sudden six right. months down the line you have a problem no yeah 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like that. Hmm. I remember once um, I was going to a baby shower. And I was with this guy, and he said, "How long you think you're gonna be?" <laughs> Man, look, listen. <laughs> now I'm gonna be extra long just because you asked that. It's a sleepover. <laughs> I forgot my pajamas. Let me go get them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? This invitation says sleepover. In fact, it says girls' weekend. How about it's that? Weekend. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask me that. <laughs> make sure, make sure the pup has plenty of food. <laughs> oh right. my gosh! I didn't know how to answer that one. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> How long is it going to be? I don't know. <laughs> right. What you going to do? Drive by? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I had a friend. I had a friend. She used to do her friend like that, the guy that she was with. I mean, she would call me, girl, I'm getting ready to ride by. He over this woman house, and I'm getting ready to ride. I said, girl, really? And she was like 50-something at the time. I'm going to ride by him. Like fifty something. Oh my gosh! Like you're gonna I ride by gonna his house and uh, ride by the house, the girl's house, and and do what? Like, what? <laughs> look out! You, are, just you already know about her. Know where she lives? Obviously. Right. So what, so they got the thing going on. Obviously. So yeah. now what? <laughs> Drive by and what? <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Okay. Posted him for about two hours saying, I saw your car there at, at such and such a time, and you were there. Mm. Okay, you got me. <laughs> right. 
you know he has another woman. That's whose house he's over. So, I mean, either you with it or you not. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm, 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 mm. And let's see. Um, the next one. Someone who's happy with himself and not a womanizer. Mm-hmm. I think that comes under who's confident, mm-hmm. who's, who's happy with them, who's um, comfortable, comfortable with themselves. Yeah, but definitely mm-hmm. not a womanizer. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that comes from. Now, I think um, like being a womanizer. I think that that's like the male. It has been uh, for some men the culture because I think a lot of men were taught to. Have multiple women, um, don't settle down, so your wild oats and all of that. Um, and it's okay if you want to be a womanizer, I guess, in the sense of having multiple relationships. But just be honest with the women. Let them know, and don't don't have one person thinking that you're the only person. And when you know that you have two or three other women that you yeah. may see. You may be involved with them. That's that's okay if you're not married. Just be honest with yep. the woman. Don't have her yep. thinking that she's the only one. Treat her like yep. she's the only one, but you don't have to lie to her and tell her like tell her that she's the only one. Yeah, be upfront. At least give them the be option. Mhm. Mhm. I think that that's perfectly fine because when you know how how it is when you meet someone and they always say. You married or you dating someone? Listen, even if I'm not, I generally will say to them yes, because who wants somebody that's not with somebody? Tell them you mm-hmm. want. Tell them that you're with somebody. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that'll make them work for it. That'll make a man work for it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's a challenge. I tell them yes, I'm with somebody. It's a challenge. I'm with somebody. Oh, I'm I sure from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So work <laughs> at it. Work it. What you got? What you got? <laughs> what you coming with? Let's see. Mm-hmm. Oh, a man who is a provider and protector. Mm-hmm. Provider and protector. Yes, indeed. A woman wants to feel that she is secure. And when we say be a provider, we're talking about be a provider emotionally, financially, mm-hmm. financially. Um, give that emotional support. Give be, be communicative. Just being a provider, being there, your presence. Yes, your presence. Your presence means a Don't lot. Don't be absent in the re- in the relationship. Mm-hmm. It's an inaction. It's not being absent. Mm-hmm. And don't reverse the roles on me. Also, um, in, in in being a provider. Um, one thing my aunt used to say. Um, don't try to switch the roles on me. Don't make me be the man. That's why I'm not into all of this feminism and you can't open up the door for me and all of this stuff. And I want to go out here and do this and do that. And I can do the same thing that a man can do. No, I cannot. Mm-hmm. I love men and I appreciate men for all that they can do. I do okay. Too. Because there's some things that men can do that I'm just not going to do. Even if I am capable of doing them, I'm just not going to do them. I do believe in gender roles. I believe that there's certain things that women um, are capable of doing or, 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 or that's their role just like with men. I'm old fashioned like that. Call it what you like, but that's me. So, oh, 
we better get ready to wrap this up, Feather Light, because I know you have you have something else for us too, don't you? Let me see, what do you, you have? A, I have um, I have a recipe. Oh, Bob okay. Well, that'll conclude our uh, what a woman wants. Do you want to say anything else about being a provider and a protector? Um, no, no, you hit it right on the head. I. Some Did people, I hit it on the head? I, it's just it's just amazing to me how the roles have switched. Um, you know, past I don't know twenty years or so. Uh, mm-hmm. See. The switch. I'm. 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 Mm-hmm. Old school. <clears throat> if a man says, you know, uh, can you, can you cook? I'm like, yes. Can you change the oil in my car? <laughs> Do you okay. know how to repair a car's engine? You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want me to do lady things? Can you do men things? So anyway. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about um, a little love the body. Okay. Love the body. Love the love body. Okay. Last <laughs> week I promised a, um, no, I have no song, uh, a recipe mm-hmm. for a holiday favorite. It's my favorite. It's called Ambrosia. And it's, it's odd. Uh. Everybody is not for me. <laughs> You know when you grow up mm-hmm. with something and then you think everybody knows it and then you just say it and you're like, you don't know what that is. Oh, well, mm. a couple of people said, "What's that?" I was like, "Okay, so maybe it's gone by an gone by another name, you know." So ambrosia, it's 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 lots of fruits, and uh, let me give you the the recipe. It's normally a holiday um, item, a holiday food, and mm-hmm. when I was coming up, it was what my grandmother made. She put it in this big big jar, and and once it was gone. It was gone. And uh, mm. I only saw it once a year. But now that I know how to make it, I can have it any time I damn well. Please. I don't have to wait mm. till holiday. And you can too. Because yeah. Okay, so I said all that to give you a chance to get your stuff together so you can take down this recipe. Two to three 15-ounce okay. cans or jars a tro- of tropical-style mixed foods with the juices. Um, fresh fruit, it doesn't work that well, okay? So, um, jars or cans. One small jar of cherries, you know, the little bitty jars, yeah? Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you can use about half a jar, okay, for this recipe. Shredded coconut, and in the small bags, um, I use about a half bag. I really should, I I guess I'll say about a half a cup. It's one of these old-fashioned recipes where you say, just put some coconut in it. (laughs) (laughs) Two small bananas sliced, two tablespoons of vanilla flavor, the juice of one lime or lemon. I prefer lime, but your choice. Some some pecans is another one. Some pecan pieces, depending on how much you like pecans. I love pecans. So you mix above, mix all of the above in a glass bowl or, you know, nice dish. And um, you can include the fruit juices. And you chill it and you serve. And it is so, so delicious. Another wonderful, wonderful thing about this this uh, dish is that it makes great holiday gifts. You put the ambrosia in small little um, jars. What do you call those jars that you buy? Mason jars. Mason jars, Mason. right. Mm-hmm. Right. You put a little ribbon or whatever around the you know, decorated. You've seen the DUI. 
mm-hmm. and put the in it's very colorful because the cherries I love cherries. Okay, so just put as many cherries that you like. But I love cherries. I love the taste. I love the flavor. And then they're so delightful to the eye. So you put these in little jars and you give them as a holiday gift. Happy yes. holidays. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, so that's my recipe. Now, another good thing, <clears throat> another thing about the holidays is that you may have a lot of guests coming in and out of your home, as well as you may be around a lot of people, whether you're shopping or whether you're going to visit. Um, so it is it is important that you protect your energy. So we're talking about smudging. So we've talked about smudging before. Yes. So sage is my favorite. It's the most popular, but you can also use sweet grass. So um, it is important that you, that you um, smudge your home uh, after, particularly after a little fight or when someone is upset. So it's also good for meditation and cleansing and purification. And again, someone may come in to visit you and they may go home, go home and have a fight. They had that energy when they were in your home. So, uh, it's important to, to smudge your home, particularly around this time of year. So you walk around your home, starting at one point, uh, you include your corners, and you end up at the same point, making a complete uh, circle. You fan the sage or sweet grass with your hand or feather. I prefer a feather, but hand will do if you don't have one. Of course, you use a safe burning container. And here's a, for instance, that you can say, you could also look it up, but here's one. You can say air, fire, water, earth, cleanse, dismiss, dispel any and all negative energy from this space. Ah. In its place, let there be in its place love, peace, tranquility, joy, and prosperity. Again, you can choose your own phrase, but basically you you want to rid the space of negative energy and you want to replace it with good energy like love and peace. Okay. And then you ah. close it with ashe, ashe. Okay. Yes. Right. Energy. Energy is is in is an in it's in constant uh, motion. It's, it's positive and negative polarities can be easily guided with, with the right tools and the intent. So that is where uh, the words come in at. We have to have mm. the intent. Okay. So intent is so, gosh, it's so important. And I'm really learning a lot about it. Um, mm. uh, herbs are, are a very, they're very powerful. They're very powerful. The powerful energy of fire unleashes the potent healing energy of the plant. Okay. So it, it neutralizes and purifies any negative presence. Okay. So. It can be in a place, your home, your office, or any place, even land, even land. So, and and don't forget to to smudge yourself. Yes, smudge your body. Yes, and raise up your feet. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. So, how's about we get ready for a little relaxation? Okay. Release and uh, a little stretching. Okay. 
Um, you can sit or stand. Okay. And let's let's clear our, our space again by inhaling and raising your arms up over your head, and then bringing your hands down with your palms facing you slowly and with good intent of bathing yourself in good, healthy, positive chi. So do this twice. Inhale up. Exhale slowly down. Okay, so we are going to raise your shoulders up again to your ears. Inhale and slowly exhale as you release your shoulders. Just let them just drop. Your right ear to your right shoulder. Inhale back up. Left ear to left shoulder. Inhale back up. Inhale, chin up in the air. Exhale down. Chin on collarbone. Inhale back to center. Now, <clears throat> we're going to do a quick little mudra meditation. And what I want you to do is take your ring finger. Okay. Let's connect your thumb to your index finger and your ring finger while keeping your other two fingers as straight as you can. So your elements that you're dealing with are space, air, and water. So again, connect your thumb with your ring finger and your index finger. So standing tall and straight as possible are your pinky and your middle finger. So do this on both hands. And this is called, and you could rest them on your knees if you like. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is called the Rudra. Mudra. Rudra, Mudra. It's said to improve clarity and concentration of thoughts. Okay. So if you are trying to accomplish, can't seem to get there, something is blocking you, you want to do it, but it's not happening, this is mudra, this mudra empowers you to reach your highest potential or your goals. Mm. So think of accomplishing your goals while you're doing this mudra and inhale inhale exhale exhale any obstacles any anxieties any blocks inhale all possibilities much strength 
willpower, empowerment, ability, capability, all the energy you need. Exhale all doubts, all negative energy, and the possibility of defeat. Inhale again. Hold. Done. Exhale. If you can see it, you can believe it. If you can mm. it, you can achieve it. But first, you have got to see it to see it happening alright release your mudra inhale arms up over your head prayer symbol bring your hands down in front of your chest smile you are so capable of doing what it is that you really want to do. The divine in me honors the, the divine, divine in you. you. Honors the divine in you. Namaste. Namaste. This thank you for the light. I feel relaxed. So do I. Yes. Well, thank you so much for sharing tonight, 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 and we'll be back on next week. And we invite all of you to join us again on next week. Thank you, Scotty. Namaste to everyone. Have a prosperous week, and may your cup overflow with abundance and prosperity. And much love. Namaste. Namaste. Namaste.